We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Meditation. How do you meditate and where do you start? With the benefits of meditation becoming more and more clear, this is one habit that I feel is truly well worth getting off the ground. But if you're a really busy person, where on earth do you start and what meditation methods work? And how do you get past some of the very common roadblocks to a great practice? There is a lot to cover here, so today's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited is a second part of a two-part series on meditation for beginners. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week on episode 31, I shared with you the benefits of meditation, some of the very common roadblocks to meditation that I and many others have experienced, why I meditate and some of my own experiences with meditation. Today I'm covering why meditation is such a vital part of self-empowerment and I'm sharing with you seven tips on how to meditate for beginners. I'll also be explaining to you the type of meditation I teach that has worked for me as a person who has, let's just say, who's had some tendencies to want to get things right for the first time. To help you get started, I'm also going to share with you at the end of this episode how you can get access to my free How to Meditate for Beginners guide. This guide is a great little way to start and it also includes two free meditations that will get you started and that follow all of the practices that I'm sharing in this episode today. But before we get there, let's spend a bit of time now talking about why meditation is so vital for self-empowerment. So aside from all of the health benefits of meditation, I do believe meditation is one of the cornerstone habits of highly self-empowered people. And I also think it's actually a very often overlooked and underutilized tool by people who would otherwise consider themselves to be high performers. As I've said before, I'm very much about creating a 21st century upgrade for our brains. If we want to move from survival and fear to truly thriving and having a wonderful life where we feel very happy and confident and free, then I believe meditation is one of the habits that we really need to take on board. Why is that? Well, I think there are three reasons. Firstly, meditation helps us to connect with ourselves and what we truly want. When we're meditating, we are starting to create a relationship with ourselves in our inner world. For a long time, many of us have spent a lot of time becoming adept at communicating in our outer world. We've learned how to communicate with our families, our partners, our kids in business or at work. So we've become very good at reading the outside world and reading that play. What I've found though is that sometimes we can be more focused on that outside world rather than what we are looking for or what we need on our inside world. And for me, I've found that if I'm not clear about what I want, then it can create a lot of blockages and difficulties in my relationships. 
So for me, meditation has become a very vital tool for me to get to truly know myself and to understand what is truly important to me. It's really helped me to build a very strong internal relationship with myself so that I know what it is that I really want and what's really important to me. It's also helped me let go of things that I thought were important but that really are not. Related to this is also the relationship I've built with my inner self or my higher self, that part of me that I believe is connected to the greater greater reality, to all that is. When I'm meditating, I am able to create a direct line of communication with the greater reality. And this will be, you know, you'll choose a term that works for you. But for me, I've, I've talked a lot on this podcast about a source connection. But whether that be God, spirit, source, or even just a higher energy source, for me, when I'm meditating, I'm connecting in with that, that higher energy. And for me, it's given me a great and very deep sense of support and comfort, but it's also given me a lot of inspiration. I'm always leaving my daily meditations with a greater sense of calmness, connectedness, and also a lot more clarity and often some really great ideas. So there's a lot to this, this idea of connecting in with ourselves. The second reason in this space is that I believe meditation means that we become less reactive and more responsive. For me, this is the real gift of meditation. It's this gift of responding thoughtfully to a situation rather than flying off the handle and immediately reacting to a situation. I've found it's improved all of my relationships in my personal life and at work and in my business because instead of reacting to things, I now have access to extra time in what I call the neutral zone to consider how I really want to respond and what the best strategy in the moment might be. So instead of flying off the handle in the heat of the moment, if someone says something to, or if someone says something to me that I might take personally, I now just have just even just a moment in that neutral zone to reflect and not react. And this has helped me in all areas of my life. It's given me the space and the time to think about how I really want to respond and in many cases, if I want to respond at all. So there's now many times I don't respond because I just realize that it's not worth the negative energy or impact on my own frequency and vibration. And frankly, this has made my life a lot easier. A lot of the emotional or negative energy that I used to deal with is gone. Life is just so much easier with less drama in it. I'm no longer having to sort of deal with those situations that I might have created by reacting and then deal with the aftermath. You know, all of that mop up that you have to mop up after you've said something that you really wish that you hadn't said. So why does this happen? How does this work at a neuroscientific level? Well, it happens because meditation teaches us how to observe. This power of observation moves us from a subjective space to the objective space. And the author of Bliss Brain, Dawson Church, who I'm very excited to be interviewing later this week, says this is where the real breakthrough comes in meditation. When we move from that place of being subjective and so much inside of our emotions and it's inside the situation that we can't really see who we are and what's going on, when we move from that place to being more objective and observing our emotions, it gives us that space in what I call the neutral zone. And let me tell you, it's such a great place to be able to get to. The third reason that I think meditation is so good from a self-empowerment perspective is because it really helps increase our awareness of our personal frequency. If you've listened before, you've heard me share the fact that we are all energy in motion. 
in any given moment, our brain is producing up to 23 watts of energy. That's electricity. That's enough to light up an entire room. So we literally are frequency and vibration. And the situation here is that we either get to choose consciously how we're going to be in any given moment, or we can be unconscious and just be like that small boat that's being buffeted around in the ocean in a thunderstorm. So for me, meditation has really allowed me to choose my own emotional frequency more often, and it's become very much a part of this overall framework that has revolutionized my life. And I've had such a breakthrough. By understanding this concept of really that I can manage my emotions, I've moved from someone who was very anxious and self-doubting, who was really highly self-critical and very perfectionistic, to someone who's a lot calmer, a lot more decisive, much more confident, much more successful and much more fun to be around. And I'm getting feedback across my life. So it's not just me saying this, I get feedback from many different people about the changes that, that, the changes that they've seen in me. But basically my daily life is a whole lot more enjoyable because I understand that I can manage my emotions because I'm the creator of my reality. As such, I get to choose how I want to be and I'm consciously choosing that frequency or, or emotion that I want to be living at. So you might be remembering in the last month or so on the podcast, I've been talking about the master frequencies of things like love, trust, allowing, gratitude, self-worth and fun. All of these are master frequencies that are when we're working with them and when we're really engaging with them in our daily life, everything changes. So here I'm wanting to connect the dots for you. Meditation is one of the key tools that I use to bring those master frequencies to life in my life. I also teach a technique called frequency meditation, which is very much based on this evidence-based neuroscience and also yogic spirituality. So this frequency meditation is really designed to tune you into and to be able to help you tune into those master frequencies that I've been talking about. So let's, let's move into that right now. Let's move into these seven steps that I wanted to share with you about how to meditate. So meditation practice comes in all shapes and sizes. We can be seated, we can be lying down, we can be chanting, we can be focusing on a, on a candle, we can be walking. The list goes on and on. Today, I'm going to share with you seven tips based on that best practice neuroscience that I've been talking about, and also from my own experience of meditation over many years. These are some tips that I feel will really help you shape a consistent daily practice that I hope you really come to love. So my first tip, stop trying to be perfect. This one was such a big one for me, and um, when I was preparing for this episode, I asked people what stops them from meditating or from even starting a practice. And for many, it was this idea of perfection, of thinking that meditation had to be a certain way and that they couldn't do it perfectly. And they were just afraid of not being able to do it perfectly, so they wouldn't start. This so resonated with me and really took me back to the beginning of my meditation journey. And I really want to peel back the curtain here for you. Meditation is really all about you and your authentic relationship with yourself and your inner or higher self. It is not about how anyone else does it. And for me, this is a really fundamental part of my approach to teaching meditation. I take a very gentle, very self-compassionate and very authentic approach to meditation. 
if we start getting locked into dogma and the way that things need to be done and a perfect way of doing things, then we have really lost the gift that meditation can give us. And I really notice around me, it stops people from starting because they just are so afraid that they're not going to get it right. So I just wanted to share with you today a few tips that if you put these things in place, I promise you, you'll start to get what you're looking for. And realize that it's just okay to start exactly where you are. And it is okay if you feel that you need to scratch an itch on your body or move a little while meditating. That's just one thing I'd really like you to know. Just do it from your sense of authenticity and your own heart and you'll be exactly in the right place. Linked to that is my second step or tip is for you to understand that mind wandering is completely normal. Again, when I was preparing for this episode, I asked people what stopped them or what concerned them about meditation. And many people said to me, it was this idea of mind wandering. Now, the good news is, is that research by the Emory Institute has found that mind wandering is a perfectly normal and acceptable part of meditation. It's what happens when our brain is operating in what's called the default mode network. Now, that's a neuroscientific term that I'll leave for us to discuss with when I meet with Dawson uh, Church to talk about this later this week. So what I'd like you to realize right now that rather than beating yourselves up about it, we just need to accept that it's part of the process. Our minds are going to wander and all we need to do is consistently take ourselves back to the meditation that we've chosen to focus on. So I have to say, I really love this. It's taken all of the pressure out of meditation for me. It means I just need to have a strategy to bring myself back to my meditation. My third tip is to create a time and a place for meditation. Having a consistent daily time to meditate is powerful. For many of us, it's the first thing in the morning before the rest of the house arises and the daily activities that we need to do start calling us. You might also like to create a very special place to meditate. This could be a special chair or a cushion with candles or flowers nearby. Just creating a place that you love to go helps to really encourage you to have this daily habit. I know in many spiritual traditions, people create very beautiful altars with incense, statues, candles, flowers and photos. In Bali, for example, every home has a temple that is visited daily with offerings by the women. It truly is beautiful and it's one of the things that I love to see when I'm going when I go to Bali. So with this in mind, let your own creative juices flow to create a space just for you. My fourth tip is to understand that there are some essential elements of meditation. Dr. Andrew Newberg, who studied meditators for 30 years and who was on episode 29 of this podcast, says there are three fundamental elements to any successful meditation. The first one, intention. So set an intention for your practice. The second element is relaxation. We need to be able to relax and get our bodies into a state of relaxation so our brain can do what it needs to do to move into a meditative state. And finally, focus. The meditation needs a focused practice that we can return to again and again and that brings us into the present moment. So when I learned this, it really explained why I've always had such great results and always felt so great after I've been doing art. It's because when I draw and paint, I've got an intention to be creative. I also find art very relaxing because I'm just doing it for myself, it's not for anybody else. 
And when I'm focused on my drawing and painting, it brings me very much into the present moment. The only issue for me right now is that I'm not doing art on a daily basis. So it's not something that I can count as part of my meditation practice. And this, I guess, is very fundamental to my next tip, which is to be consistent. So the approach that I teach is to be consistent in your practice every day. The research shows that even five minutes a day for up to eight weeks will make a difference to you and provide some benefits. I'm a really strong believer in creating a consistent daily practice. You'll start out at five minutes and then hopefully over time you will expand that practice. But what we know is, is that this, this daily practice of five minutes a day will make a difference to you. And over time, as you feel more fulfilled and you get more out of your meditation, you can then build upon that. Our next tip is to trust the process of meditation. Remember, meditation has cumulative benefits. I spoke a lot about this last week. So it, meditation is not about doing something now that will then give you a direct benefit in an hour. While our brain is completely plastic and can make changes and can create new neural pathways, it does need a little more time than that. If you have a consistent practice over eight weeks, you'll start to see differences across your life, in your personal and your work relationships with your partner, your children, your family, your work colleagues or employees. So it's just about trusting the process and knowing that if you put some time in now, some benefits will definitely be coming to you later on. And my final tip in all of this is to choose a practice that resonates with you. Find a meditation practice that means something to you and that you feel comfortable with doing. And if the first practice you try doesn't work, just keep going. There are so many choices out there. And I guess this brings me to the style of meditation that I teach, which is called frequency meditation. I developed this form of meditation as part of my overall framework for personal empowerment and connection because I wanted a format that felt gentle and compassionate and doable rather than being rule bound. I also wanted a format that acknowledged that as busy people, we have busy lives. So we need techniques that work for us, but don't take hours every day. I also wanted to create a format that took into account the latest science and also spirituality and that could be a bridge between the two. And I also wanted an approach that worked within my overall Your Freedom Unlimited program. So this is my framework and approach to helping you create more freedom, happiness and confidence within so you can do what matters most to you. So overall, my approach to meditation is about being very gentle and very, very, very compassionate with yourself. I do come from a background of being anxious and perfectionistic. So for me, I did not want to use a meditation technique as another tool to beat myself up or to be feel that I wasn't good enough at. So again, choose a technique that works with for you and that really resonates with you and keep going. There'll definitely be something out there that works with you. So as ever in the podcast, it's over to you. If you'd like to try all of this out for yourself, I'd love to offer you the chance to get access to my How to Meditate for Beginners guide. This includes a very short training video with me and two free guided meditations, a short six-minute meditation and a short 10-minute meditation to help you get started. To access it, all you need to do is visit jenramsey.com forward slash begin. As always, thank you for listening and please share this episode with anyone you feel may benefit. Also, please subscribe, rate and review this podcast as well. And remember, if you want that copy of my free How to Meditate for Beginners guide, which includes that short training video and two free guided meditations, just visit jenramsey.com forward slash begin. 
Until we speak again, take very great care. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.